What's up, what's up? It's me, your boy, Annie. Welcome to Brief Flip. Um, it's been a minute. Um, I wanted to, okay, so here's the thing. Um, my air conditioner broke and they won't be able to fix it until Monday. So I sent the kids to grandma's to stay to like escape the heat or whatever. Um, so it's just me here at home. Jordan's at work. The kids are away. So you're getting me in all my hot and sweaty glory, but I figured I'd like seize the opportunity to do a podcast. So here I am. Um, and I have some things to talk about. Um, a lot's happened since the last, last time I checked in with you guys. Um, uh, there's been some ups and downs. There's been some life events that have happened. Um, I know the theme of this episode, I want it to be like sort of about perspective and just finding an opportunity to like grow through experiences. Um, because I, I got hit with like a series of just, I don't know, I don't want to call them bad things because I feel like that labels them as inherently bad. And I don't think things are, are bad. They're just not what you would expect. And again, there's always an opportunity to learn and grow from something. So I had some things happen that were not what I had hoped for, what I expected. Um, and had I not like been conscious in keeping a positive perspective and in looking for ways to grow from it, it probably would have knocked me on my butt, to be honest. Um, so since last time we talked, first of all, um, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, and I'm not going to get super political here. This is not the kind of space for it, but, um, I, that was one of those things that really shook me. Um, and it, for me, I took feeling helpless and channeled it into how do I become a resource center? How do I get information? How do I, um, how do I learn? Because I, it's not lost on me that up, up to now, up to that point, I had been able to coast on privilege. Um, as a, you know, as a, as a white woman who, you know, a lot of, a lot of things in the political spectrum, like it was easy for me to say, well, that doesn't affect me directly. You know, um, it's not affecting my day to day. I'm not going to put too much stock or energy into it. Um, and that's a privilege that I had and it's not lost on me. Um, and this, this was, I guess the, like the thing that kind of like ripped the curtain back. And I was like, Oh, like, this is not good. Um, and it kind of radicalized me in a way. Um, so I took the opportunity to learn about politics and government in a way that I had not before, because there was a lot about it I didn't understand. I didn't understand about elections, not just political, but like local and state elections. Um, there was a lot I didn't understand about policies and laws. There was a lot I didn't understand about legislature. Um, so that sort of radicalized me to start learning. Um, and that's what I spent some time doing. I've also spent time listening to the women who came before us, before Roe versus Wade, um, and really like hearing their stories. Um, and there's also a really interesting book that I've been reading called The Turnaway Study, and it was a 10-year study that was done on, uh, on access to abortion care. Um, it's a really, really data-driven study. Um, it's really, really an interesting um, read if anybody's interested in it. Again, I'm not going to get wholly like political on here or whatever. The point is, 
um, I took that feeling of hopelessness and feeling like, oh no, like this is out of my hands. What can I do? I'm only one tiny person. And I instead geared it towards like, I'm going to learn. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to channel this, this like negative energy into something positive and I'm going to learn about things. Um, so I've been reading and I've been learning and I've been watching YouTubes about things that I didn't know about and where I can put my voice and my vote into, into use, um, you know. So that was one major thing. Um, I felt my feelings about it, and then I got to work um, finding resources and, and educating myself. Um, and again, I have a lot more I could say on that subject, but I'm not going to get, I don't want this to be like a very political space, um, because politics can get very ugly. And this is kind of like sort of a positive space, so I'll just, uh, you know, but that was the opportunity I saw for growth there, is I'm expanding my brain. Um, and then I had a friendship sort of implode. Um, and this was an interesting thing because this for me was an opportunity to evaluate why on a lot of different levels. Um, this was a friendship that was a short friendship, but even from the beginning, um, I saw red flags and I continued to make excuses um, for a bunch of different reasons. And when it finally did implode, inevitably, um, I had to sort of sit with myself and be like, okay, this happened and we knew it was going to happen and it happened the way we knew it was going to happen. Why did we let it happen? And I had to ask myself a lot of hard questions like, you know, I talk a lot about protecting your peace. Um, and this was, I don't know, kind of direct contrary to that. Um, and I think it was a lot of different things. I think I saw someone who I thought maybe I could help. Um, someone that I felt a kinship with, we shared a lot of the same struggles and I thought maybe I could be like a positive beacon for them and maybe help, help guide them to a better space. Um, or maybe I could be some sort of lightning rod for them and absorb some of their stuff. So the burden was less heavy and it would allow them to make, you know, better choices. Um, but also part of it on my part was I was not, I was not nurturing my current connections that I have enough. Um, so I felt lack of connection and wound up seeking it somewhere where it wasn't well suited is the long and the short of it. I keep my circle very small. Um, and the ones who are in the circle have like been around for a long time. And we've been through a lot together. Um, and I know that they're people that I can trust and that they have my back and love me unconditionally. And the feeling is mutual, you know, and there's a respect there and we're on the same page. We're all growing and evolving into better people. Um, so I think had I, had I been investing my love and energy into the connections I already had, I would I would have felt a fulfillment that I needed connection wise. And I wouldn't have like, I don't know if straight is the right word, but I wouldn't have been seeking that connection from an out, from an outside source. Um, that was haphazard. 
if that makes sense. Um, because I would have obviously like the long and the short of it is I, I was seeking a connection. Um, I, I, some part of me was like, I, I need a friend connection. I want that friend connection. So I went out on a limb and like messaged this person that I thought was cool. You know what I mean? Um, and it led to this sort of like cascade of events. Um, and which is fine to do. It's fine to make new friends. But when I saw the red flags from the get go, I should have listened to my gut and pulled out. Um, but again, I was, I was so caught up in feeling like I needed to nurture a connection that I made excuses. Um, and I think had I taken that, um, well, I need a friend connection and just channeled it into the connections I already have that are already established with the people that I love and just reached out to a friend that I already have. Um, both of us would have avoided a lot of like heartache and hurt probably. Um, so that's not to say that like, you know, I don't think I'll ever make another new friend. I just think that the point of this is you have to look at your relationships and you have to look at things that happen and ask yourself, why did this happen? You know, things don't just implode and like, you know what I mean? There's, there's signs and there's buildup and there's, I don't know, there's always a trail to everything. So for me, it was, it made sense to backtrack and say, okay, like we knew this was going to happen because there's evidence to support it. And if I knew this was going to happen, why did I continue to entertain it knowing it was going to happen? So then it became an inside search of like, why did I allow this to happen? Ugh, my dog is walking around. Can you hear? We need a clip for toenails. <laughs> it's like tippy tappy, tippy tappy, tippy tappy. Um, so that was an opportunity for growth for me because I had to take a hard look at myself um, inward and, and see my responsibility in that and see that um, I, I made some not good choices in that. Um, you know, but I'm human and I'm growing and I'm learning, you know, and I'm not perfect. And this was a learning experience. And, uh, you know, it made me appreciate the, the good, solid friendships that I do have. And, uh, you know, it made me realize that those solid connections that I do have have stood the test of time and like are worth continuing to invest into, um, I don't know, it just really reestablished those for me. And I reached out to a few of my friends and just was like, hey, I just, I just want to remind you that, like, I love you and I appreciate your presence in my life and I'm happy you're my friend. You know what I mean? Um, and then the other crummy thing that has happened um, is I got word that I'm being laid off from my job, um, effective August 31st. Our job is doing a major restructure and they laid off about 350 people and I was one of those people. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm an insurance manager at a mental health startup and I'm very, very, very passionate about my job because my job allows me to help people like me, people with mental illness who need, who are vulnerable, 
who need help. Um, me and my team facilitate on behalf of both the patient and the prescriber. Um, we, we submit the prior authorizations for medications. Um, so if you've ever gone to a pharmacy and, you know, you go to pick up your medication and they're like, oh, well, your insurance is like requiring a prior off. We got to get in touch with your doctor's office and it takes a day or two. Like that's what my team does. Um, so what basically that that's insurance being like, okay, but like, why do you need it though? You know what I mean? Because medication is expensive. So a lot of times insurance want to have the clinical rationale to essentially prove that you need it before they'll pay for it, which is kind of a scummy system. Um, so my team will collect all the clinical rationale from the provider and submit it off to insurance to be like, here's why the doctor says that this client does indeed need this medication. Um, and it will either result in an approval or a denial. Um, and that's what my team does. And I had a team of about 25 or 26 people. And, uh, I was very, very passionate about my team and their development and their success. Um, I have been managing that team since November of last year. And I grew us from a very small team to a very large team. I really advocated for that team. I got us more people when the volume tripled. Um, we saw a 300% increase whenever I took over. And I got us more, um, more clerks. And I also got us a weekend shift. We were, we were one of the only two teams that had weekend shifts. And um, I uh, advocated for us and got us that because the volume just demanded it. And, um, I mean, I had to, I had developed whole like metrics and data systems. And I mean, I really built a lot of things from the ground up on that team. And I really felt like I was doing a good job and I felt so much fulfillment working there. I mean, just on like a spiritual level, like I woke up every day excited to go to work. Um, so the news that I was being laid off was initially like devastating. It was devastating to me. Um, and not even that I was just being laid off but that like 70% of my team was being laid off as well, effective immediately. So we went from a team of like 26 to a team of nine. Um, and these are people that I talk to every day, you know, um, I met with them every single day, every morning we would have a sink where we would just sort of meet and touch base. And I literally would sign off every meeting I ever had with them, telling them you were valued, you were appreciated. Thank you for your hard work. You know, I met with them, I, I talked about their goals, I knew about their lives and their families, and they were just gone. Um, didn't even get to tell them goodbye, really. Um, and, and then to find out that I will be gone, effective August 31st. It was devastating. Um, and I just had to take some time to grieve. Um, I had to give space to that, because it... Again, I just found so much fulfillment in this job, and it truly, truly was a bummer to be taken away from it. Um, but after I felt the sadness of it, and after I gave space to it, and I moved through it, I felt a seed of hope beginning to sprout, um, which I didn't expect to happen so soon, but I was really excited about it because I'm a very firm believer that everything happens for purpose. Even if in the moment that purpose doesn't make sense or that purpose is painful or it hurts you or it's sad or 
you know, takes you away from something that you love or you care about. Um, I'm a very firm believer that it all shakes out in the end the way it's supposed to. Um, I've seen that over and over again in my life and in others' lives. So I really just sort of like let go. I let go of it. And I said, okay, I'm going to be open. I'm going to open myself up because I believe that this door closing is because there's another better door opening. Um, and maybe this layoff had to happen to launch me into whatever's next because I got, I had a lot of really good experiences at Cerebral and I gained a lot of really valuable skills. Um, and I mean, I couldn't have done it without Cerebral. Like I went from like knowing the very basics of Excel to like literally being an Excel wizard. I like did JavaScript in Excel for one of my things. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. And it was all because I had a problem. I needed to solve it. I Googled how to do it and I learned how to do it. You know, I have, I have skill sets now that I've learned. I can manage a team of 26 people remote, you know, that's a skill I didn't have before. I, I had no uh, pharmacy benefit experience before Cerebral. And now I know the ins and outs of it. Um, I can, I can run a prior off with my eyes closed. Um, and Cerebral offered me some really cool experiences. I got to go to Dallas. It was my first time on a plane. It was my first time that far away from home. I got to go on this big business trip. It was really, really cool. And I met a lot of really, really cool people. So I just sort of let go and I let myself appreciate all the good that Cerebral brought to me. And, uh, and I really felt that. And uh, I just opened myself up for whatever's next. Um, and obviously, like, it's, a, it's not going to just fall in my lap. Like, I have to put in the work. I have to search for it. And I'm thankful Cerebral is giving me till the 31st because now I have time to search and look and find a company, um, find another company that I'll align with and where I'll be happy and where I can feel fulfilled and where I'm doing good work and... You know, all of those things again. I can, I have time to find that. And, you know, I, I didn't know jobs like this were possible before Cerebral. Before Cerebral, I had worked gas stations and manufacturing and I worked like front office at a dental office. You know, I didn't even know jobs like this were out here before Cerebral. And now my mind is open to like so many other cool jobs that are out there because of Cerebral. And I really think that like, I owe a lot to Cerebral for that because now I know what path to look for to find my next career. I've always said my career is a triangle and it has to complete the triangle. It has to help people. I have to feel good doing it and I have to make money doing it because I have to make a living. And Cerebral actually like not only made a triangle, but it made a square because there was a fourth point that I didn't know about, which is I get to work from home doing it. <laughs> and that was really cool. Um, but I'm not even opposed to like working face to face, you know, I just, uh, I just want to do good and I want to be good. I want to help people. I want to help people like me and not even necessarily people with mental illness. I want to help vulnerable people. I want to help like people who need help. I want to help marginalized groups. I want to help, you know, I just want to help people. That's what I want to do. That's what this whole podcast is about. It's just me trying to 
help people in a little tiny way, just just for 15 minutes, you know, just let me, just let me vibe with you and be a little light and maybe it'll brighten your day. And, you know, maybe not, but I hope it helps. That's, uh, that's my, that's my little way of helping, I think. I just want to help people. Um, and you know, maybe I won't find a company that necessarily like the mission is something like you know increasing access to mental health care but maybe I'll find a job that pays enough and offers stable enough hours that I can like then go home and on my off time really dig deep into volunteer work and maybe look into like getting peer-to-peer certification and like helping people on my own time in a way that really speaks to me, that I have control over, you know? Um, there's all sorts of opportunities coming. And I'm not going to sit down and give up and be sad about it. I'm just going to continue to turn this around and around and around and around until it's right side up, until it's up. And I'm going to do that with all of these things. I'm going to do it all the time with everything until it's up. Because you have to, you have to, you have to keep it up. You can make space for sadness and for grief and all those things when it's appropriate, but you can't get stuck there. You can't get stuck in this wrong, I won't say wrong, but if you keep a narrow perspective and you keep it locked on only the negative, you're like closing yourself off. You've only got this little narrow view and you're closing yourself off to all these other possibilities and all these other opportunities. But if you just like feel what you got to feel and then open it up, like anything is possible. Like I can get an email tomorrow. I applied to like all kinds. I applied to like Google. I get an email tomorrow from Google and go work for Google. Like how crazy would that be? You know what I mean? Like anything is possible now because I'm open. You know what I mean? Um, but if I were just sitting there stuck on the negative, stuck on, well, what am I going to do? Like, I'm laid off and this sucks and like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, blah, you know, like I wouldn't have even applied to any jobs yet and nothing would be possible. But you've got to like open yourself up, dude. <sighs> you got to keep flipping it and flipping it and flipping it until it's up. Turn it around and around and around in your mind until it's up and then open it up. Um, that's my advice. So this was kind of a long one, but I really wanted to share what I've been going through and how I've used it as just like, again, just opportunities for growth because it's always there. Even in like the bummest of situations, dude, like there's always, always, always a chance to turn it around and around and around until it's up. There's always, always, always a chance to open it up to anything, you know? Um, so I guess I'll end it with that. Whatever you got going on in your life, like give yourself, if you've got something going on in your life that you're just like really stuck in and it's really bumming you out and you've got all these like negative feelings about it, I want you, as soon as this podcast is over, set a timer for 10 minutes and say, all right, you've got 10 more minutes, bad feelings, you got 10 more minutes to be felt and then we're opening it up, you know, and then you sit for 10 minutes and you feel what you got to feel 
And then when your timer's up, you start flipping it and you start flipping it and you start flipping it until finally you find up again. And when you find up, you bust it wide open and then you let all these possibilities flood in and you look at all the things that can be possible about your situation, all the good things that could come in, you know, or even all the neutral things, but don't limit yourself to this tiny scope of like, well, what if this happens, you know, because it's so easy to get stuck there. That's like the stickiest stuff there is, is that bad what if, or like, what do I do? Or those negatives are like the stickiest substance there is. It's worse than caramel, dude. Like, so you feel what you gotta feel. If you've been stuck there for a minute, you give it a minute more, you give it 10 minutes. And then after that, you bust it open. You hear me? That's it. We're busting it open. And, uh, you know, I'll see you guys on the next one. I appreciate you hanging out with me. I feel a lot better. Um, I really do hope you guys get something from this. I feel like mostly it's just me talking. And I, I hope that there's things to be taken from it. Um, but I'm just like, I'm just a little guy, you know? I'm just a little guy just doing his best to, like, figure out life. And this is how I sometimes deal with it. And sometimes you gotta, like... You know, if the way I, if the way I look at it and the way I deal with it helps other people, like, cool, that's, that's all I want to do. I just want to help people, man. I'm just a little guy who wants to help people. So hopefully this helps. Um, but if, if you've got something going on that like you're stuck in and you don't know how to get out of it, like shoot me an email or hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever and like, we'll figure it out. Let's problem solve it. I love to problem solve. It's like my favorite thing to do. It's like literally my job is I problem solve. Um, or we could, you know, if you want, if you want me to talk about it on an episode, we can do that. Or we could do like some one-on-one stuff, but I'm, I just want to help people and I'm here for you guys. So like, if you're stuck in something like, and you can't figure out how to unstuck it and open it up, like hit me up. Let's talk about it. Okay. Um, thanks for hanging out. Um, I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.